Welcome to episode 114 of the Clarity Compressed Podcast. My name is Paul J. Daly. Today, we're talking about never going back to the way it was. We're making our way through the fog of life, and Clarity is understanding where we are on the map. You are here. Let the good times roll. This is Clarity Compressed. Today's moment of clarity is this. There is always a valley between the mountaintops, between the hills. It's easy to have things like this pandemic is a great example. We were doing great as a country, the economy was booming, and we're on our way to other good times as a country. But before we get there, we have to go through the dip. We have to go through the hard times and the struggles before we can enjoy the view. On the other side, a little perspective for you. History has always done it. Life always does it. And there's always a valley between the hills. So we're on our way through. That's okay. That's okay. That's the moment of clarity for today. I'm so excited for what he's going to show me. Hurry up and show me Paul's pick. Okay, Paul's pick for this week is... Beacon Skiff's hand sanitizer. Now, if you're not from the Syracuse area, Beacon Skiff is actually an apple orchard and they make apple cider and they have a beautiful property and they also make distilled spirits um, and vodkas, things like that. And they reinvented and retooled to make app, um, not apple. Yeah, it's not apple antiseptic. It's actually hand sanitizer that they made and they bottled it. And so my pick this week are companies that are willing to reinvent to provide a product or service that is completely relevant to the situation we're going through. Um, So kudos to every company doing that. And here's one little example, Beacon Skiff hand sanitizer. So I was doing a lot of holding on in the early days of this pandemic. And when I say holding on, I mean holding on to hope holding on to the thought that it was going to blow over, holding on to the optimism that um, we were it was just going to be a short season where we kind of just get a little blip and we get through it and then we keep going and holding on to the optimistic hope that it wasn't really going to change much and that pretty soon all of the weirdness and all of the talk about pandemic and people getting sick and maybe things even getting closed or maybe being inconvenienced for a little bit would eventually get back to normal or get back to normal quickly. Um, And about two weeks ago, so right now um, it's mid-April, and about two weeks ago, it began to sink in that we're never going back. It's not going to happen that way. We're not going to get back to normal fast. That it's going to be a while before we even know, before we even know how much effect this is actually going to have on just about every area of our life. Every area. And as that began to sink in, the fact that we're never going back. Um, As that began to roll around in my mind and I began to absorb it past my natural optimistic self that everything's just going to be fine and minimizing it and it's all going to weigh, um, I realized that for many of us that going back, it's actually going to be far better for us if we never do go back to the way it was. Because as it settles in and you think about it, there's a lot more 
that might just be better off changed, better off reimagined, and better off reinvented than if it was restored back to the way it was. And that's that's kind of a hard reality to sink in in the beginning because we as humans, we naturally are wired to defend against change because change means uncertainty, change means danger, change means disrupting the equilibrium of our lives. And even though there are a lot of things in our lives that may be unhealthy, uh, may be unhelpful, may be wasteful, there's still something very comfortable about routine and very comfortable about the way they are now. And maybe they won't be better if it changes. So again, in the first two weeks of the pandemic, you know, my optimism was like, oh, it's going to blow through. It'll be fast. And then about two weeks ago, it started to sink in that it's, we're never going back. It's never going to be the way it was in so many ways. And we don't even really understand that yet. We don't even know when this kind of like quarantine and sequester is going to end. It's different in every area of the country. But as I got to that, I realized like, yeah, there are actually a lot of things that are going to be better reinvented. They're going to be better off reimagined than they would be than if they were just restored back to the way we were. And so um, I just want to talk about this and talk through this for a second and and how it com- comes into context of the way I'm thinking about it in terms of really once in a lifetime opportunities and you know, prior to this, four weeks ago, I never would have thought of like a once in a lifetime opportunity. You know, I would think about things like that in terms of like meeting somebody very unique or going somewhere special or, you know, having a situation that was like very favorable. But really, I think that we have more once in a lifetime opportunities that are starting to stack up as a result of this pandemic. And it'd be very, very easy to blow by those or sit in a hole and and kind of mourn the loss of what it was instead of thinking about like all the things that are actually starting to stack up that would be better off reinvented about ourselves and our companies, organizations than, than they would be restored. You know, in my line of work, I've been able to meet a lot of people all over the country. And so over the past weeks, I've been in countless conference calls and phone conversations with owners and CEOs and business, you know, leaders and, you know, everywhere from very small business owners and sole proprietors all the way up to um, the CEOs of publicly traded companies and leaders of billion dollar organizations. I've been able to have conversations about this situation, this pandemic with such a variety on the leadership chain. And all these people, they all have families too. So it's not only like the business conversations, but it's also like the family conversations, which, you know, there's a lot of similarities in those conversations. And there's a theme that's been um, really coming to the surface in conversations at all of those different levels. And here it is, that there will never be a better opportunity to reinvent. There'll never be a better opportunity than right now to restart, to set things off on the right path. Now, sure, we can sit around and complain and we can mourn about all the things that were and about all the bad things that have come with this pandemic, all the unfavorable situations, but we can't control any of those things. Or I would say we can't control most of those things. And so 
we can sit around and like complain and mourn and talk about remember when we can do that or we can decide to focus on the things we can control and that we can change for the better and the opportunities to reinvent into something that is better reinvented than it would be to be restored back to where they were. So I've kind of worked up three guiding principles that I've been thinking through and trying to apply to my life, right? This is a work in progress. I'm practicing these principles. I haven't mastered them. Um, But maybe it'll help give you a little context or maybe even a little structure to how you can think through some of this stuff as we're walking through this, I think, once in a lifetime opportunity. Um, These apply to my business life and my personal life. Um, So I think you could apply them to your business life or your personal life. I try to keep them macros. And to just uh, reframe for a second, when I talk about clarity and wanting to help find clarity for myself, um, help you who are watching and interact with this content, maybe find a little clarity. What I mean by clarity is that perspective. I mean perspective. So you're on a map, you started at one place, you're heading to another place, and clarity is the perspective of this is where I am. You are here on the map. So I'm framing this up in all of that context. So I'm going to give you three principles I'm working through personally to help me make sense of this pandemic situation and help me to make good decisions, good reinventions, good um, harness the good parts of this situation that I will likely and you will likely never get again. So three principles. Number one, I'm trying to get clear on what it is that I actually do and believe. And this is a really important one because it is the foundation. So this guides the decisions that I make in the next two principles. So principle number one is get clear on what it is that I actually believe. So we'll start out for my business. Um, For my business, congruent, a marketing agency, a creative agency, right? Our fundamental belief is that we are not a marketing agency. We are a connection agency, that business is more meaningful when people connect on a human level, right? That is at the core foundation of why we do what we do. So based on that principle, the next principles now will be informed by what it is that we actually believe. And we'll, we'll talk about that more in a second. So stick a pin in that. The next one, personal life. One of my things that I'm really zeroing in on is that I want to know my family. I want to know them not just provide and protect. As a provider, as a man, as a husband, I don't know if that's like unique to that, but I've, I have this innate drive to provide and protect. It's very easy to frame life up and provide and protect. It feels good. It feels natural. It's easy for me to do. I like being busy. I like moving. It's much harder for me to commit to knowing my family, knowing their preferences, knowing their nuances, And although I've been married for 17 years, you know, my kids now are 13, 11, and 8, so they've been around for a long time, I'm realizing that I need to make it a central point to know them more. So those are my guiding principles. So that's number one. My guiding principle is get clear on what you actually believe. Business is more meaningful when people connect on a human level. And personally, I want to know my family, not just provide and protect. Okay, that's number one. The next principle that I'm talking about is that I want to identify the opportunities that I will never have again. 
And this is really, I think, where the meat of this pandemic thinking and the fact that we're never going back and the realization that we're never going back, standing on my first guiding principles and now on number two, saying, okay, what can I do to identify the opportunities I will never have again once this is over? And it is going to end in a slow sense, but at the same point, it's also going to end pretty quickly. It started, things start to loosen up. These opportunities will disappear very fast. The second we're back to going to work every day. Second, everybody's back going to work any day. So I have a couple points under here. Number one, bargains. Very base level, bargains. What can I buy or acquire right now that is going to get a lot more expensive the second this is over? So that could be in the sense of, I don't know, investments purchase opportunities. Uh, even if you need a car right now, cars are getting really in a, or getting a lot cheaper. If you were look shopping for a car four weeks ago, that same car is now many thousands of dollars cheaper. And guess what? Cars will get more expensive again. They will. So what can you buy right now? If you're an investor or if you're trying to invest um, in the stock market, right? Now's the great time. They say in investing, uh, investment advisors will say, When the market is low is when you buy, right? When things are really low, they're at a bargain, you buy low and you sell high. Don't take my investment advice. Talk to an advisor, but principally speaking, when the market's lower, the risk is lower. One thing that I've deployed on is people's attention. And this is not only from a marketing standpoint, but it it works very well in a marketing way. So um, a couple of weeks ago, I put on a LinkedIn live event called the Automotive State of the Union. And we're gonna do more of those, by the way. I did that. And it was a big success. We had you know, hundreds of people tuned in at the same time for four hours of an event, live event. And when was the last time you tuned into anything for four hours? Over the course of the event, we had thousands of people view it. We've had many thousands of people view it after that. It's generated a ton of emails, a, a massive mailing list, right? For people that wanted to surround around this topic of we need to band together, share information, um, talk about what's going on with one another, spend some time together. That never, ever, ever would have happened if there's a pandemic going on and people weren't ready to connect at that level. So identify those situations for you that will never come back once everybody is released. You know, another thing in my business, there is now maximum flexibility in the market and amongst my team. I'm talking about the way you do things. Um, the speed at which you move, um, the processes is what, of what you take to get there, what you're willing to renegotiate within your company. You're like, you're willing to revamp some processes to get a specific goal. You're actually becoming more creative because we have less to work with. So now there's this constraint, like we can't go shoot new footage, right? We're very limited. So now we have to figure out how to be creative without being able to shoot footage. Whenever you have limitations, right, creativity thrives. Uh, we have the opportunity to move and shift things around. A lot of times, it's it's slower. If you're open still for business or even at a limited basis, guess what? You have time and flexibility to do things that you would not do otherwise. Even if it's simple things like paint, paint. Maybe you have a, a small bagel shop and you've been wanting to paint and revamp, but it's always crowded. You can't stop. Guess what? You can do that now. Maybe you wanted to install new software, a new CRM new processes, guess what? Now you can do that. Why? Because there's not this massive velocity and pressure of momentum in business operating at a high velocity. You can do that now. Testing new things. You can test new things. You can actually create that company culture manual you wanted. Guess what? Because you're going to have a company culture on the other side of this. You're going to have people to work with you, for you, et cetera. 
So on the business side, there's a lot. There's a lot. Let's talk about personal side for a second. What are the opportunities you have that you won't have again? Very simple. For my family, um, having more meals with my family. I've been having breakfast with my girls every morning. Usually I'm out of the house before they wake up. That's a great thing. How about taking more chances to connect? Um, I uh, happen to be you know, kind of posted up in my basement. And what I do a lot of throughout the day is I run up, I go up the steps. And when I go up to get a drink or go up to go to the bathroom or grab some lunch, I try to give everybody a hug and a kiss. Why? Because pretty soon when I'm back to work, I won't have that opportunity again. It goes back to my first principle. Well, let's know my family. Let's spend more time with them. And the business motion right? Doing that live event. Why? Because I believe business is more meaningful when people connect on a human level. And I won't have that opportunity to connect at that such a deep level once this is over. You see how it's all starting to work together. And let me speak to the people who may be furloughed right now. You might be furloughed. um, You might be laid off. If that's the case, this is the opportunity that you have to actually learn something new. Maybe you wanted to make a shift in your career. Now's the time to learn the skill. There are more free resources online right now to learn and educate yourself on whatever you want than ever in history, number one, right? It's called Google. But aside from that, there are a lot of educational platforms that are now offering free education or deeply discounted education. And so now's the time to do it. You have the time. Don't be on Netflix. Make yourself, make, learn something. Go back to work with more value than you left with and were furloughed with. Come back with suggestions and a plan. We developed a branding uh, workshop and it was $1,000. People were paying $1,000 for it just six weeks ago. Guess what? We're offering discounts now. If you're part of the Automotive State of the Union address, we offered a massive like 98% discount. If you want a discount, DM me. I'll make sure you get it. I mean, deep. Like you're gonna like 29 bucks deep. Like just to pay for the servers deep. So there's a lot of opportunities out there to make yourself better, to learn a new skill, to grow. If you're furloughed, don't don't spend your time on Netflix. I know it's tough. It's depressing. It's demotivating. This is something you can do. You'll never have this opportunity again. And it's not like you're furloughed and no one else is. You're furloughed like everyone else is. So you're not even falling behind. Finally, third principle. This is a great one. Identify the things that weren't really benefiting you or your company that now you can choose not to go back to guilt-free. So now that it, there are a lot of things in life that are tough to stop because we feel guilty about it. And now that like the faucet's been turned off, not going back to it is a lot easier than uh, stopping it. Let me give you an example. Uh, Marketing world, very close to me, um, have the most experience there. And so I have heard from, I'm going to go automotive for a second. I have heard from dealer after dealer after dealer that they just wholesale cut off their traditional marketing spend, cut it off. And one of of our clients cut deep, right? Like we're talking like a million dollars a year less. And you know what they said? They said, I knew it wasn't really the best idea to do that, but I felt really guilty about stopping and pulling back because there had been relationships there over the years and there was a lot of, you know, legacy there. Think about that. That's a million dollars of guilt, a million. And now when we go back to rebuild the marketing strategy, to rebuild the marketing plan, we can now do it guilt-free 
in the way that we know, uh, in the manner that which we know are benefiting the company. I'm in the middle right now of developing um, the never go back marketing plan, and we're going to deliver that as a webinar, and we'll, there'll be more information on that soon. But the never go back marketing strategy means like, I don't have to go back to the things that were generating waste in my business. It's guilt-free now. It's guilt-free. And there are so many things that in your business that are wasteful, especially when times are good. Like, you know it. Personally, in your business, when times are good, you just waste money. Why? Maybe because it, it slows you down to like look and save and cut. So it's okay if budgets start to get bloated. When you have extra money, right, it's really easy to eat out more even though maybe principally speaking, you're like, I don't want to spend that much eating out. But when you're making extra money, you just spend more of it eating out and then it's gone. Same thing in business. And so now the third principle of being able to identify the things that weren't really benefiting you, but now you don't have to go back to. Like you don't have to stop doing something. You just have to not start it again. It's 10 times easier. So let me do a quick review. First thing you have to understand these then these for Instagram Live anybody that just just dropped in this these are the principles that I think um, can help us um, stay centered and identify the things in, in your business and personal life to get through this pandemic and identify like what I never want to go back to. Number one is understand what you're really about, whether that's your business is about or your personal life is about. Number two, identify the opportunities that you will not have again the second this pandemic lifts. And number three, I want to talk about identify the things that weren't that you were doing that weren't really benefiting you or weren't really benefiting your business. And I just used a marketing example example to say like, oh, I was spending all this money. Now let me rebuild without it. Something I've heard from, again, from owners, business owners, leaders across the country that are rebuilding their organizations and revamping and retooling in a way they never would have been able to otherwise. And that's going to bring massive efficiency and I think that's actually going to be the thing that fires our economy back up are people that get on this quick and start get their business firing efficiently so then they can get back to growing and hiring and providing the livelihoods and the benefits and the quality of life that, that we in, in previously enjoyed. So that is what we're talking about this week on episode 114. That is what I'm thinking about. That is what I'm living both in my business life and in my personal life. And I hope by sharing some of those things and principles that I'm doing through, like you might be able to get a little clarity for yourself and be able to walk through this with me, walk through this pandemic with me. Two weeks <laughs> two weeks into the pandemic, I was still like, oh, you know, I think we're gonna come through. I think it's just gonna be a little blip and we'll get through. And then it sunk in two weeks into it that we're never going back. And you know what? That's okay. I hope you have a great week. I hope your family is healthy and well, as always. Thank you for joining in with us here. And if you haven't, if you're not connected with me on LinkedIn, please connect on LinkedIn. I have a lot of great stuff coming up over the next week or two, a lot of live events. Um, if not, Instagram, email list, DM me. I answer them all. Until then, God bless you. Stay healthy, be well, and pursue clarity. Yeah. Yeah.